How are you guys doing? I know it's been a minute. I haven't made a podcast in a while, and I do apologize. I've had a lot of people ask me, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? Truth is, I had a pretty big thing happen recently where I won an award. And um, it made me really nervous because, like, people were really supporting it. And I, I checked the streams. I checked the numbers. And I was like, whoa. Like, because... I mean, doing number numbers. I was like, what the, f-? you know what I mean? Like, I think I had more watches in the past three months than I've had lifetime, times like three or four. And, you know, I know I need to apply myself and really sit down and talk to you guys on a more regular basis because I do like doing this. Saying I don't like doing this would be an absolute lie. It is so nice to be able to have these conversations help people work through things, understand things, to know that we're all working to change together. That's like my favorite thing about it. And I want people to message me, text me, give me ideas, shoot opinions, jump on the podcast. I got a couple of people. I'm going to ask them a couple of questions like that. And I'll edit in my me asking the questions, get the response and make kind of like a conversational podcast like that, because I know everyone doesn't have the time or the equipment. So I do want to give voice to some people who I imagine do not have that. So uh, stay tuned next week or two for a special guest. There's someone I want to bring on, hopefully. And if it happens, you know, you'll you'll hear them. If it doesn't happen, I'll work on getting them on. But today I wanted to talk about something kind of involving um, how I felt lately. And that is ego. The thing about ego or the idea of confidence, bravado, Um, that competitive urge, that feeling of wanting to best those around you. It's a very dangerous feeling to have, but it's not a bad one to have. I mean, you have to be able to temper your ego. You have to be able to temper your confidence. I say treat it like a sword, right? Especially like one of Asian makes. So take something like a, a Nandato or a Katana. You know, when you look at the way they make their swords, right? It's thousands of these folds, you know, hours of hammer work, tons of cooling and rewarming and reheating. And then they put this artisan craft on it that culminates into hundreds and thousands of years of sword making experience. And I think that's kind of the approach you need for your ego. You have to let your ego out, but you need to hammer that ego because just having unchecked ego is not a good thing sitting there and thinking that you're better than everybody, that you're the absolute best on the planet, that you cannot fail, that you're invincible. Those are dangerous mindsets and they will absolutely lead to your own demise. But recognizing the amount of effort you put into this world is very important. And I think for a lot of people, they're going to need to be a little bit of ego to do that. Because when you don't have any ego, when you are constantly questioning what you do, there's kind of a imposter syndrome effect that's going to happen. You're going to believe that you don't deserve to be in the position that you're in. You're going to start thinking to yourself that you got lucky because you're not culminating your experiences, your effort, your hard work, your time in, and then you're gonna take the easy road out, which is simply just shifting your hard work onto the shoulders of somebody else and deciding that your position, which is a stroke of pure luck. And I've seen that way too many times with way too many people. I've had a lot of friends who amazing basketball players, amazing artists, amazing writers, amazing talent, singers, voices, actors, but 
they kept deterring themselves. They kept telling themselves that it wasn't enough, that they weren't putting in enough work, that they were comparable to all their peers. And while this is not a competition, everybody's race is their own race. There is definitely a time to note when you are putting in more effort than those around you. Now, don't get that confused with superiority. Just because you're putting in more effort into something than your peers does not mean you're better than them. It means that you're able to find or pull out from yourself that drive or that passion that others might not have. There are people who have made it all the way to the NBA with no passion. Believe it or not, there are some. There are people who on interview have said they only play basketball for the money. And there are those who have done it with nothing but passion. Everybody's road is different, but some roads are for sure easier. Some roads are for sure more diverse, more utilitarian. So what I want people to do is to understand, I want people to understand why it's so important to still have that ego, but keep it tempered. So when you as a person are going into what you do, those feelings of being inadequate, those feelings of being secondary, those feelings of being a side character, they're going to plague what you do. Every action you take is going to be marked by how you feel about your performance and your competition. You could be the absolute best at something, but if you do not believe that you are even remotely deserving of your position, it's going to show in your game. It's going to show in your flaws. You're going to make more mistakes. You're going to be more unsure, less confident, and you're going to trip. Without a shadow of a doubt, you're going to trip. Now, just because I said you're going to trip doesn't mean that you're not allowed to make mistakes, right? Because life is all about making mistakes. And I think that that's an important point to bring into this ego conversation. When you're learning to temper your ego, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to take it a little too far. You're gonna be a little too harsh, a little too aggressive because you have to learn how to fly. You have to develop your ego. You have to develop your ability to walk with pride and confidence. You have to find that balance where you stop being overbearing, but become respectable classy you know for the men you become a gentleman with wit for the women you become a lady with grace and for those between you decide your own titles not my place to speak on it um but you get my point though right it's too much ego and you're going to become pompous annoying impossible to deal with too little ego you become spineless weak-willed easily swayed you have to find a middle ground. So how do you find a middle ground? Well, an easy way to do that is to become very introspective, very self-aware. You need to be able to look at what you make, look at what you do, look at what you rate, and then compare it to those around you in a healthy way. If you're painting, and when you paint, you're creating entire visions of mountainside that take people's breath away, and you're charging $100 for that, you need to go look at the paintings that cost $100 and ask yourself, are you charging enough? Because it becomes obvious once you compare your work to the same price point, the same effort point, the same market values, you're going to be able to see that you're coming up short or that you're doing too much. And then 
because you're being healthy about it, you can now strive to do more. You can say, all right, I need to be better to charge this much. And so you become better. Or you can say, all right, well, I'm already good enough to charge more. So you charge more, but then you also still strive to be better. The idea of recognizing your work is also not a get out of jail free card of putting in more work. You're going to become hungry. When you allow that ego to soar to a healthy point, you're going to become hungry because when you become self-aware of where you are, when you actualize where you exist on the spectrum of all things around you, you're going to want to be even better for yourself. There's no greater feeling than being asked how good you are at something and to be able to give an honest answer. And then there's no greater feeling than being able to give an honest answer and then being able to know in your heart and your mind that you're progressing more every single day. Stuff like that is the backbone of progress. That's the backbone of culmination. That's the backbone of perfecting your craft. It's self-awareness, confidence, it's precision, it's effort, it's applying yourself, but it's doing it in a manner, again, where you have grace, compassion, and class. Stomping people out and then letting them know they never, ever had a chance, there's no point in that. Because one, whoever you're battling in that scenario, whether it be art, the sports, the writing, the reading, the literature, philosophy, the mental games, the debate, whoever you're debating, fighting or going against in that scenario nine times out of ten if you're stomping them you're not even surrounding yourself with good competition you're living your performance you're living your competition on bad faith if you're truly competitive you should never be stomping anybody everything you should do should be getting tougher should be getting harder should become closer to your limit there should be failure in your life you should lose out you should need to work more this is one of the biggest issues I see with people who are learning how to better themselves and learning how to find their best selves is that they run too rampant with getting good and then they become satisfied with beating those around them. In the same way, the flip side, you have the people who do not run rampant at all and they become satisfied with their mediocrity or feeling mediocre. And again, it's okay to be mediocre. It's okay to need to progress. It's okay to fail, but it's not okay to not try. That's actually, I believe, a quote by either Michael Jordan or Kobe. I believe the quote goes, I can accept failure. I cannot accept not trying hard enough. Once you understand the idea of trying so hard that you can be satisfied with failure, you will progress to a point that you will never ever be able to expect a lot of people who know me in real life ask me what is my formula for getting better it's that simple putting so much effort in that when i fail i'm still smiling i'm still gracious because when you put so much effort in that a failure comes naturally you know you've hit your wall your limit there's nothing to be mad about you gave everything you had and you came up short. And now it's time to go back to the drawing board, back to the lab, back to the exercise, the movement, the motion, the art, the talent, the skill you're working on. It's time to go back to it and work on that craft some more. It's exhilarating. When you fail, it is so exhilarating. Wow, 
I can still grow. I can still get better. It's almost like an anime. It's like you're looking out into the world and you're like, wow, there's still so much in this world I don't understand. There's still so many people better than me. It's like a tournament arc when the main character goes into a tournament and then they come to find that they're not even middle of the pack and that there's an entire elite class of warriors that they would never be able to keep up with. Shout out to Hunter x Hunter. So ideas like that make you excited when you know you're giving your all because you also know that when you fail, you get better. When you fail, you learn. Every single failure, the mechanics of failure force you to learn because you then have to address why you failed, how you failed, and how do you prevent yourself from failing. And if you do that, you grow. You grow every single time. Every single time that you do that, you grow and become even better, even more reformed, refined. You become more precise. You work harder. You're more diligent. Today, I was in the gym and I felt a squat exercise I was doing. I was increasing the weight up to 405 on my squat. I can't hit 405 right now, but I could at one point. I was increasing to get there, and I felt hesitant because when I went for the squat, my leg kind of buckled. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna drop the weight and I'm gonna keep going. But I've been going for a while. I've been on the squat ride for about an hour. I put the weight down to 315, and I keep working on my reps. I fell. Weight falls, hits the guardrails, clatters, headphones come off my head. I fall to my knees. I get up. I sit on the squat rack and I think, why did I fail? I recognized that that failure specifically wasn't because I could not do the weight. It was because I did not give my body time to rest. When I came to, when I felt my body afterwards, I was so incredibly sore because I had been pushing myself so hard that I just had nothing left in the tank. My whole body ached and hurt, and I did not realize it until after the failure. And that's the beauty of failing. Failing is going to suss out those inadequacies, those weaknesses, those flaws, those mistakes. When you fail pushing past your limit, when you fail trying to do something new, when you fail doing something you've done before, it's a moment to stop and reflect on it. Okay, you failed, so what? Get back up. Failure does not mean anything. If anything, failure means you're trying. If you talk to someone and they tell you, oh yeah, man, I never fail. I always succeed. Again, you're talking to someone that's not trying hard enough. You can't find me anyone in this entire world that never failed. You can't find me anyone in this entire world that was so good they had no competition. Everyone had competition. Everyone had failure. Everyone had nights where they were sitting there crying. Everyone had those days where they felt like they wanted to give up. Everyone stresses out. Everyone gets frustrated. Everyone gets down on their dumps. You cannot see the life someone has lived. You can't read all the chapters of their book, but you can believe that everyone's book is full of shortcomings and failures. Everyone's book is full of wins, success, and competition. When you see people who have striven to be the very top of something, you can be certain again. You can be so certain. They have spent so many nights failing. They have spent so many nights working on their craft. And the worst thing that you can do in that position is take for granted their hard effort, to put yourself in their shoes, to make it seem like it wasn't much. You see these sports fans who've never done a thing a day in their life, 
And then they're so quick to rag on these players. Oh, he wouldn't have done this, or he would have hit this, or, oh, he's getting tired. It's time to retire. Oh, man, he's missing that shot. I wouldn't have missed that shot. Not recognizing that he missed a shot he's made a thousand times. Do you know how much damage that's going to do to somebody's mental who's that competitive? And you're trying to add on to it. You need to focus. You have to focus on your own ego, your own competition, your own progress, and your own self-discovery. You cannot be worried about everybody else and what they do, what they say, what they have to say, what their plans are. You can care about somebody's life for sure, absolutely. But what you absolutely cannot do is spend that time nitpicking the next person's life because it's not going to make you better at your craft. You can compare for the sake of getting better. You can reflect for the sake of getting better. You can criticize yourself using someone else as a template. But you cannot criticize someone else and get better. That's not how we learn. We learn from actually getting ourselves, picking ourselves up, and getting into the trenches. We learn by trials of fire, roaring waves of water, cold nights, bitter cups of coffee. That's how we learn. We learn fighting obstacles and challenges every day that make us want to give up so if there's anything that i'm trying to impart is that you need to have an ego you need to measure your ego and you need to fail somebody who does not fail their ego is guaranteed to be rampant failure is the counterbalance system for ego if your ego is running properly and you're failing consistently your ego will never become unchecked because reality will have hit you in the face too many times to allow you to sit there and say without a shadow of a doubt that you're perfect, that you're flawless, that you don't have competition because you failed too many times to come to that conclusion. I think I'm going to probably record another podcast after this maybe tomorrow maybe tonight i'll probably upload it a couple days from now um i've had a lot of ideas in my mind but i've been busy or i've just been nervous stuff like that things that aren't too important right now either way you guys know why i'm here this was the you are the main character podcast but now it's the life jacket in the ocean podcast it's still by david j brown And, you know, I won't be saying it often, but I did win an award, so that does feel good. And I do appreciate y'all for the love, the sentiment, the help, the communication. Um, When you hear this, just like, share, spread it around. Like I said, there's no money to be made here. This is just for everybody. This is just for everybody to get to a better place in this world. So I actually have fallen in love with doing this. I've fallen in love with talking to all of you. Seeing all the different people who are listening, tapping in, hearing what they had to say about it, knowing that they're growing and learning from it. So thank you, because this isn't even possible without all of you. I've grown so much from the people around me, and all I'm doing is imparting it to everybody else. Y'all have a blessed night. I love y'all, and stay safe. Keep your head up. You know, watch out. You know, the weather's changing. Summer coming along. Get your summer body Whatever that looks like for you. Get some summer fits. Dress nice. Be happy. Stop to breathe. Stop to breathe every once in a while. Brush your teeth twice a day. Take care of your hair. Find some solutions. Compound some water. Get your hair nice and healthy. You know, learn to shave. And if you're not a 
you know, guy, learn to do whatever else you do. I can only speak for the guys, right? Um, become somebody that you're proud of. Make sure that every single day you're better than the day before. Make every day after a lesson. Find a war in every day and then win that war or lose that war and fight that war the next day. Be calm, be still in mind and body. Just, just vibe, just vibe. Don't get overwhelmed, breathe. It's all gonna be okay.